Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Kill Connor Club podcast. Uh, our guest today, we're, James and I are both super excited. We have the voice actress for Evie Fry in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Victoria Atkin. How are you going, Victoria? I'm very well, thank you. It's good to hear. I'm, we're both super excited to have you we, on. This we is... are super excited. This is, <laughs> you are, you're our first official guest. We had... Um, we've had a few YouTubers on in the past, but you're our first person actually involved with Assassin's Creed. So, I mean, you're, 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 you're lucky. Well, I feel very yeah. honored. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I guess the, where I wanted to start was, I'm sure you've been asked this a couple times, but mm-hmm. you're the first actual female protagonist in a major console Assassin's Creed game. Like that's got to feel special to you. It is. It really is an honor to bring this character to life. And not only the voice, I did the motion capture and the facial capture for Evie. So it was a, a very long process, which was just incredible from start to well, I mean, it's not even it's not even out yet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's, a, it's an amazing process. And yes, to be able to be Evie is uh, is a great honor. Yeah. 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 Well, um, so. Yeah, so, Tyler, if you want to carry on what you were going to say there, if that was linking on. Yeah, because I was just thinking, you know, there's there's been a lot of times Ubisoft seem, has seemed over the years very hesitant to have um, and commit to having a female protagonist, especially in their console games. And, mm-hmm. you know, something over the years that I've seen that I'm like, maybe it's not the right time. But now I think there's really, this is like the best time and they're really capitalizing on it. And uh, I, I guess I was wondering, what was it like working with Ubisoft in the sense of uh, being that first female hero in in their major world, and was it any was there any extra pressure you felt from that? Um, I don't know. I suppose uh, I suppose the pressure is whether the fans are going to love it when it comes out, which I really hope that uh, what I've done with Evie, they will uh, very much warm to her and and like what she's done, and she is very different to you know, the, the assassins that we've had in, in the past, because of being a female, she has different uh, traits and she has different ways of navigating through the environment. And I just think the way she thinks about things as men and women are very different. Um, so the I worked with a lot of people at Ubisoft from every single team. And I mean, I didn't even get to meet half probably of the people that are working on that game. So everybody was very welcoming. I think everybody at Ubisoft is very excited about Evie as well. So um yeah no no pressure just uh just excitement really i think for for a for a woman to put a flag in the ground in the assassin's creed franchise yeah yeah i was um i was just from from like a community standpoint from like me and Mm. tyler and obviously the rest of my subscribers and tyler subscribers as well because i've made several videos about like you know the female protagonist like Mm -hmm. who do people prefer and it seems like a lot of people definitely are like more excited for evie than jacob not to say that jacob like his character's bad at all, but certainly for me as well, I am really, really excited for Evie because I looked at Syndicate, like seeing it coming out and everything, and thought, like, not nothing too special because like I've I've always loved the older AC games and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, seeing Evie's character really caught, kind of like brought everything back for me for like from like the older games, and that that's kind of like the character that really got me hyped like for Syndicate. Well, I'm I'm happy to hear that. That's good. Um, no, it's. Um... What, what was the, what was the question? Really? It wasn't really a question. I was just adding uh, no. to like to, to like you know what. Well, that's good. No, I really feel like um, 
she does does definitely brings a different dimension to it and it it does add a spark and i really uh, do, doing the cinematics and interacting with the characters i've brought you know i think just having a woman on the motion capture floor with all these men all the time <laughs> it does bring an element of dip, you know a different energy so i'm very happy that that will seep through into the game and you know how she interacts is as well as her skills and um you know the the badass nature i don't know if you saw the fight club gameplay demo did you see that I've seen seen, I've seen a few bits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that was exciting to see because I hadn't seen that animated. Um, So yeah, it definitely throws a different dimension in the mix, which is exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely with James on that because I mean, the thing I'm probably most excited about in the game was Evie's character because maybe when I was playing the older games when they were coming out, you know, like Ezio and Altair, those were great characters, and I wasn't sure if I was like after those characters I was like do I want to be playing as a female protagonist at some point and now I'm I didn't expect to be as excited as I am and I think the community seems to be so behind Evie already have you felt that response from the community certainly yeah and it just encourages me even more that you say this because when I went to comic-con I began to really realize the impact of Evie on the franchise and how supportive the fans are and they've been incredible across social media and I just I just want them to go on this fantastic journey because I know what happens and and where she goes and all these different things that happen and I just I cannot wait for you guys to explore and to enjoy playing as Evie through Victorian London because the environment as well just is is wonderful yeah well that 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 sounds that sounds super exciting i can't wait to play as to play as evie in the game but something i wanted to ask like about you is how exactly you got into acting how you got like to how you got into being uh evie fry um so yeah if you could just tell us your kind of background my journey well um i always wanted to be an actress i I wrote it down before I could spell actress. <laughs> I found in a little diary in my parents' loft. Um, so, yeah, I always wanted to be an actress. I always did little, you know, shows for anyone who would watch them <laughs> when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, and my my fireplace was my uh, stage where it was in front of the fireplace. And so I just pursued that. And my soul always wanted to do that. And so I pursued that with my... Um, my studies at school and then I went on to university and did a a degree in devised theatre and then I went on to drama school and did my master's degree at a very prestigious school where Laurence Olivier, Judy Dench, Vanessa Redgrave went which is the Central School of Speech and Drama in Swiss Cottage in London and from there I was very fortunate to land a series regular role in a big uh, teen drama called Hollyoaks in England, which has been running for nearly 20 years, which is very exciting. And I played a a really great character on that. So um, from there, then I went to America and I decided to take the leap of faith, (laughs) as it were. And (laughs) I auditioned for Assassin's Creed like I would for anything else, the same way I would for a movie or a television job. And they asked me to self-tape and send it over to uh, the team in Quebec. And that was the process, and that's how it started. And from there, 
they asked me to do it again because they wanted me to do it in a northern accent first. So she was going to sound very much like Egret from Game of Thrones. And then they said, um, okay, we're not going to set it in the north of England. We're going to set it in London. And can Victoria do a British London accent? And my manager said, well, we'll see what she can do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's my native sound, London. So I sent that back and um, they were very, very pleased with it and flew me over to meet producers. And uh, I suppose the rest is history. And then the next thing I know, I'm in a motion capture suit <laughs> uh, with Paul Amos, who plays Jacob. It was great. It was such a, a wonderful audition process. A lot of uh, trusting <laughs> because it was a long, a long process. I've heard in the past from uh, other other voice actors in Assassin's Creed that none of them knew what they were auditioning for. Was that the same for you, or did you know you're going into Assassin's Creed here? No, I had no clue. I didn't. I didn't know. Um, I knew that she was an action heroine. I knew it was for a video game. Uh, but I'd, I'd never even auditioned for a video game in my life. I didn't. <laughs> they sent they sent me these instructions to run around and jump and kick and do these things, and I, I said, she's this is this woman, whoever she is, whoever I'm creating right now is not going to do this. <laughs> so I, I just ignored that. I just became this badass straight away. <laughs> I did and did the scene and. Um, and just tried to get across, and I think when you play as Evie, I think you're... I've made her as truthful as possible to a human experience, and I think my job as an actress is, is to do that and to bring her to real life that people can relate to this character and not just, you know, be somebody that assassinates people. I wanted her to be a lot more than that. Nice. Okay. Had you played the Assassin's Creed games before? So was it something you knew about? When So when you got the role, was it either something, I guess, that you were like, oh my God, it's Assassin's Creed, or you're like, oh yeah, I've heard of this? Yeah, I'd, I'd heard of it. Um, I, you know, I've had a bit of a gap from playing video games. I grew up playing video games, but, you know, I've been <laughs> working on my acting and, and yes. been filming, and, and so mm. I haven't had as much time to game. But, um, yeah, I knew of the franchise, which very much excited me, and... Uh, I have played Unity and I've uh, played Black Flag, but not to the extent of, I imagine, some of your listeners. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, but yeah, I was I was very excited. I mean, who wouldn't be? I mean, it's a, one of the biggest franchises for video games in the world and video games just seem to be getting better and better and more, you know, in the public eye. Yeah, certainly. Certainly, I mean... Assassin's Creed's got to be in the top, top really three franchises that's still going at the moment behind maybe Call of Duty and stuff. So it's, I mean, it's a, I can only imagine like how how big that would be to be a part of like that. But as yeah, and credit goes to the team as well at Ubisoft. Everybody there works so hard and uh, are so talented in their individual things. I mean, these animators, I, it's just it just astounds me when I see some of the stuff coming to life. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I was wondering, like, I guess, how long ago was this process starting for you? Because you said you played Black Flag. Was it back when Black Flag was releasing, or before that, that you were actually already mocapping and voicing Evie? Oh no, no, no! This was. Um, I, I thought you just meant, did I play those games? I played oh, them when like, yep. they came out. But no, no, I um, I picked them up again in the process. But I, I auditioned for this last August. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So all quite recent. Yeah, so it was, uh, well, no, not last August. What are we now? Sorry, the August before. Oh, okay. Okay. 2014. Okay. 
yeah. So then I was in motion capture this year in Toronto. I can only imagine how crazy the stuff they're getting you to do is in there. Like, was there anything you're sitting there like, man, I don't want to do that. That looks way too hard, some of those movements. <laughs> no, it was great fun. I just, I love to play. That's my thing. As a person, as an actress, I, I just love to play and to be, you know, we've got some fantastic scripts and some great, some great comedy in it as well. And, uh, it was it was just lots of fun, and I got to jump and run around. I'm very active as a person. I like to. I've always done sports and things. So for me, this was just the ideal job to combine both of those things together. I was wondering actually, and I I was talking to James about this before. We were both um, wondering since you've seen obviously you're playing such a pivotal character in this game. What what your thoughts were on some of the previous ones? You said you played Black Flag and you played Unity. Can you mm. see maybe, I'm not sure if you've heard some of the, uh, how the communities since responded to those characters, but some of them, especially yeah. Unity, hasn't been the most smiling, positive responses. And yeah, it, yeah, I heard that. To be honest, I'm not enough of a gamer to comment on it. Like, I, I feel like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It <laughs> I enjoyed, I, I examined the cinematics for a process as an actress and I enjoyed what the actors brought to that. Um, but for like glitches and, and the kind of technical aspects, I can't really comment because I, I don't have enough extensive gaming on that to, mm. to make an educated uh, statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, one thing that I wanted to ask, which is um, a few people actually asked it um, uh, on here, is um, with, the, with the dialogue for Evie, was there anything that you, that you improvised, like that you came up with yourself? Uh, yeah, Paul and I, uh, Paul Amos, who plays Jacob Fry, uh, we were always kind of bantering with each other, and we still <laughs> we still do. Um, <laughs> so I think they used to, they used some of that stuff, um, and Ramiro, the director, was very uh, for that for us playing and uh, allowing the or allowing it to be organic with our expressions with each other, but yet sticking to the script um, and how the gamer, you know, it's all about how they're going to navigate through it and getting to the getting to the end as they enjoy it so yeah there was a little bit of improv but mainly mainly we did stick to the scripts okay what, what was that like having to play a brother sister dynamic and everything because i know in i mean in the past assassin's creeds there hasn't been that type of relationship at the forefront of a game it's always been either the mm. love interests like unity had you know, so this is something very different. Is what do you feel is that unique dynamic that Jacob and Evie have in their relationship that kind of um, makes them so exciting as a team? Well, I think uh, anybody that has a close sibling will know that. I mean, I just actually skyped my sister before I spoke to you guys today, and I think you can really be yourself if you're close to your brother or sister. You can really be yourself, and I think that allows so much scope for comedy for drama for you know for anything because these people are being real with each other they'll say it how it is or they'll you know they'll take risks um because they trust each other so i think it allows for a a, a vast you know um scope for the story but also i just think it's it's a it is a fun like you say a fun dynamic for the players to enjoy and they also both have their individual skills jacob is very physical and goes in for 
you know, for things. Whereas Evie will hold back and will observe and will investigate, will navigate in a, in a different way. And so they learn from each other as the game goes through as well on, on how to almost use each other's skills to greater their own and to both together to be a fantastic assassin team. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm super, super excited because I think I, I, I think one of my issues and James, I've talked about this like extensively, was when we were playing Unity and we had we felt distracted from the main story because they when you have a certain relationship like a love interest like Arno and Elise had, you it can it can kind of be a distraction. Whereas when you see a brother sister dynamic, you're like, okay, you have a relationship that's not they're not trying to there's no need to get across like oh yeah these these people are in love or whatever it's like oh brother and sister that's about it you don't yeah you, you can you can concentrate on the mission you don't get emotionally too involved <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and you have that no we don't want male gamers getting too emotionally involved they need to complete things <laughs> <laughs> no um no it's good and uh you know it has elements of maybe romance, maybe other things, not between them. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, um, but they have, uh, yeah, it's, it's a good thing that you can have the comedy, you can have the drama, um, but it doesn't detach you from, you know, what you're there to do, which is take down the Templars. Yeah, yeah. I just want, I just want to say that I, I thank you for bringing up the fact that there's no sort of relationship as in like a love interest between Jacob and Evie because it's obvious <laughs> it's obvious to us it right, is. that that's, that that's not a thing but you, you will not believe the amount of questions I've had and people saying like you know will will this happen it could be a thing like just, it's not it's, it's not Game of Thrones guys it's certainly down. not it's certainly not a thing oh god <laughs> sorry to disappoint anybody but yeah, yeah. It's certainly it's certainly not a thing <laughs> Now, now we had James and I had well James James actually played Syndicate. Um, he's played a few of the demos, and oh great! And I mean, he played. You played the Eevee demo, was it, James? I did. Yeah, I played. Yeah, I played the Eevee demo. Yeah. Cool. That's good. And what did you get to do on that? It was the. It was the one. Oh, I did. God. Um, it was the Lucy Thorn stuff. Yes, that that one. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, yeah, I, I, could, I enjoyed that. Yeah, you were raving about it afterwards, like because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, I'm sitting here like in Australia, like, well, I'm not playing it anywhere, so, and I'm like, you were my guy to tell me, like, I'm, because I'm, because obviously Ubisoft are great with marketing, that's something undeniable. But when yeah. after having Unity and we were so worried, and I'm sitting there to James, like, tell me everything. You play every <laughs> detail you can. I need to know how it all runs. And James was raving and raving about it. Good. Well, that's good. That makes me happy. <laughs> James, who? What was BPR saying? He brought up a relationship here because we had we were talking okay, about another yeah, YouTuber yeah. who's played more extensively. He was invited out to London to play okay. to play Syndicate, and he talked about a relationship. Do you want to bring that up, James? Yeah, it was. He said that there is. It's implied, like he obviously he didn't play all of it, so he can't say. But it's implied that there could be some kind of relationship between evie and um henry green do you, do you, can oh, you comment i can't you comment I'm on that? to reveal anything oh in that case it means it's a thing yeah, there we go yeah. confirmed we, we know it confirms <laughs> <laughs> no it could or could not be a thing i don't know he's got a lot of stuff to be doing yeah it's, busy lady. it's mysterious guys you're never gonna buy the game there you go no, no then yeah buy the game and see if evie gets a kiss or something <laughs> <laughs> see if she gets any action 
Um, oh, I'm not sure because obviously there's a lot of stuff you're probably not allowed to say or reveal to yeah. us. Um, and we're not going to sit here and ask you, you know, how's the game end? You want to tell us all of that? And, <laughs> um, but I, I think something that's interesting to us is there seems to be a lot of secretive stuff about the start of the game and like where Evie and Jacob come from. And okay. we know there's a close relationship that Evie seems to have with her father. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're not really sure. Is the is the forefront... Because obviously Jacob and Evie's goals, it seems like they have the same destination. It's like their goals are aligned so they can work together easily. But at the same time, they have very different uh, objectives almost. Or different reasons for doing what they're doing. I think so, yeah. And um, actually, when I did an IGN interview recently, they asked me of that. And... Um, I think, yeah, you're right. They do have they have their different reasons for going to London, and they're advised not to go to London. They kind of rebel. Um, they're looking after uh, where they live outside of London, and they, yeah, almost rebel against their mentor. They they lose their parents, and, and they have this mentor, and he's like, you know, don't go to London, and and the twins, they they decide that that's. You know, that's where they're going to make the most impact. They could continue doing small missions outside of London, but London is where the Industrial Revolution is impacting, where the Templars have taken over. And they know that that's, that's where they need to be to, to, do, to make change, you know? Um, yeah. but, he, but Jacob wants to be there because he, you know, wants to take down the Templars physically. And Evie wants to go in and kind of reform and look at you know the foundations of why everything's the way it is and she's very concerned with the pieces of eden yes i'm i'm glad you brought that up though i feel like this is a rabbit hole that we, we're not allowed to go down in terms of talking mm-hmm. about the pieces of eden but i found it so strange i'm like um s- since you haven't played the the earliest of the assassin's creed games you might not know that they never really tell us about Pieces of Eden, especially something new like The Shroud, uh, mm-hmm. before the release of the game. So I certainly was very surprised playing a demo or seeing a demo and having Pieces of Eden brought up and The Shroud and stuff. Are you able to tell us anything about why exactly Evie might be going after these Pieces of Eden? I don't think I, I can reveal that at the moment. Um, uh, yeah, fair enough. But I, I think, you know, that's what the Templars have, and that's what she she needs she needs to make. By doing that, she's, she's destroying Templar foundations. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, th- I thought this was a rabbit hole we could go down, but I thought nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing to lose yeah. by asking there. Yeah, no. Awesome. Awesome. James, did you have more questions or do you want to get into the community questions? We ha- we do have community questions. I think we've basically gone over everything that me and you sort of discussed like, yep. you know, prior. So I think community questions are probably... I, I, I think it's it's time. Maybe. Yeah, there could be, just a disclaimer, there could be some ridiculous ones. We... There <laughs> okay. the usually always is with the people that watch this podcast. It's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, I like it. It's good fun. Have you, you've got them up, James? I've got them up, yeah. Um, 
they're all they're all a lot like there's there's a few that we've already gone over so you know like what's your favorite game who's your favorite character like if you if you if you're aware of other assassin's creed characters like you know in like in the history of the games like are you like do you do you know them well enough to sort of give a favorite or oh i don't know i feel like i need to i i feel like i need to meet all the rest of the voice actors to see who's <laughs> the nicest person it's, it's always a safe answer to just go with it to just go with Ezio because you know everyone's gonna love you just just say your favorite one's Ezio. And okay Ezio. yeah okay, it's probably best. now it's funny funny you bring that up with voice actors because um so our podcast name is the uh, kill connor club and connor's actually yeah. the main character of, of assassin's creed 3 um yeah now we didn't it was more of a community named podcast than us coming out with that name but i mean i guess that is kind of how passionate fans can be including ourselves about the characters <laughs> no pressure we're not going to change it to the kill evie club after you play the game yeah, or anything please don't. <laughs> you could just change it to the team evie club yeah okay yeah team we change it from a kill connor club to a to, to pro for another character but yeah anyway tyler carry on yeah well because what was it yes was it yesterday james this happened that noah watts who voiced yes um connor we didn't know he knew who, 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 who the, about the podcast or anything <laughs> and you went on his twitch stream he was yeah he was streaming on twitch and i like commented and like someone else who subscribed to the channel who we're kind of friends with um he said like that he knew about the podcast and i was like oh okay <laughs> does, does he understand that it's a joke or does he just really think we really hate him like he did um, the connor voice to you didn't he, he he did the connor voice i i joined the stream and i was like hi and then he would he like said hi back to me in the connor voice and i was like hey you should you should come on our podcast you know it'd be banter and then he he, he was like you know that that sounds like a trap I, I don't think that's a good idea. So, you know, he's a, he's a, good, he's a good sport about the whole thing. I hope, I hope <laughs> Sounds so. Sounds like a trap. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I think as actors, you have to, uh, <laughs> you just have to go with the, go with the banter. Spot on. Well, there's plenty of banter on this, on this podcast, so we love that <laughs> some, someone on here loves it just as much as we do. Good. So, community questions, James. What's the first one? Community questions. Community questions. Oh, God, I should have had these prepared. Um, a lot of them, you know... Oh, this one. This one's brilliant. Okay. Who would win in a fight, Jacob or Evie? I'm not going to say Jacob, am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gotta, you've got to have seen this coming. <laughs> win because you know what? She'd probably plan how she's going to fight it. And uh, and she would... Yeah, she'd strategize and, and would win. Maybe not with brutal force. He might win over that. Yeah, I can only imagine those two as kids, like just Jacob with trying to... With, with kids? I know, no, I as wish kids. they'd do like a flashback. That would be fun. <laughs> just them fighting. As them as... Yeah, as them growing up, that would be a cool thing to see. Um, okay, we've got Fishy Yarpster. Um, he asked, um, what traits... Um, what 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 traits does she have? Is Evie? What traits does she have? Well, she's very conscientious. She's very educated. She's. I th I like to think she's got a little bit of a swag when she walks. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, she's feisty. She's feisty. She's got a lot of passion. Um, and she's got a lot of energy and. Hmm. She's just. I think she's. I think she's gonna be what everybody expects a badass female to be. 
I think. I think she's going to give Lara Croft a run for her money. <laughs> well, that's 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 great. Mm. Um, let's have a little look here. Tyler, you can step in. <laughs> I was like, "Are you scrolling <laughs> through, James? What are you do? What are you doing, James? You're embarrassing <laughs> us." <laughs> um, Super professional podcast. That's what we are. Um, oh yeah, here's one. Here's one. Um, I I read this before actually from Destructive Beans. Uh, what makes Evie a unique character, and what purpose uh, does she have? In other words, what is her life goals, which we kind of touched on earlier? Her life goals. Her life goals are to reform, to change for the good. She's all about helping things and helping people and making London a better place to live in for everybody, for every class of people. And to take down the Templar order so that there's more of a democracy than a dictatorship going on. Yeah, I always find that in Assassin's Creed games, all the characters have, you know... In their own ways, you know, they want that goodness and, you know, they want to help people and make it a better place. But in in a lot of ways, they all find out it's a lot harder than they expect and it never seems to go the right way. And almost as they mature as characters, almost change their views on how they see the world becoming a better place. Does does Evie have a similar type of development? Certainly, yeah. She... um... From the beginning of the game and i think you know as a process as an actress doing the game you learn so much that that comes through with the with the character and and you almost mature with the game as as with the character and uh yeah certainly does uh, the beginning of the game is very playful it's very light and it's you know it is a game to go to london until they get there and particularly evie i, I think well, they both are completely out of their depth when they get there because they've never been to London, which is a huge city in itself, to even navigate, let alone yeah. take down an order that's running the whole place and all the public transport and everything like that. And then, you know, they're young, they're very young in their early 20s and they are not quite ready for it, you know. it's, it's So they learn that and then obviously you know they encounter characters that will play on their emotions in different ways and so it's that and you know as as in life it's an it's an adventure when you when you risk and you do something big you have not just the goal that you set out to do there's other little hurdles along the way that you have to master yeah well yeah okay yeah Okay, right, well, I've got one here from Demon Death Hunter, and he asked, um, do you relate to your character in any way? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I do. And um, I think uh, when I was building and creating Eevee, um, I had to, and I do this with every role, I have to find where that character lives within myself. And uh, I'm very driven as a person, <laughs> and I'm very ambitious, and I'm very physical um but also conscientious and i very i plan a lot (laughs) like every step of my career i feel is you know is planned and is thought out and i like to make sure that i'm if i as much as i can i'm helping other people as i help myself so i think those traits definitely come across with evie 
did you get that chance to really did you sort of i guess give you the opening to be like okay we've written a character but you can you know mold it into you know obviously the way you want to play her or the way you feel like you should play her yeah i very much um was able to i don't want to say be in charge because it's not it's not the right word but um being able to do the motion capture and the face as well as the voice you create a, a, a character like a wood for theater television film and you create a person so they just they enjoyed what i was doing and i took risks on things she was doing and you know they wrote that language from my facial expressions and my body expressions and took that and animated the character with it so they definitely decided on how she would look and um you know uh, her little freckles and the way her hair is and those mm. things but i was i asked them to uh which is an exclusive i haven't told, I haven't told anybody this yet <laughs> i asked them to uh put the um pocket watch on her uh because she originally didn't have that and i said well this lady you know she's all about timing she's all about planning she would need a device that allows her to do that. So they were very accommodating and, and added that for me. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah it seems cool. it's so crazy different now to hear about uh how how video games are put together with the actors now because it's not not no longer just even it was only a few years ago that it was just a person goes into a booth and they talk and yeah. that's it. And now it's like you're not just voicing a character, you're playing the role in its entirety. You're, you know, motion capturing the movements, you're playing out the scenes on like a theater mm-hmm. stage like i can only imagine mm-hmm. for you that like you said you hadn't even auditioned for a video game before i um, must have been surprising for you to be like wow this is you know isn't just voice acting this is i'm playing a role like any other yeah that was uh and the medium that you do it in that motion capture stage is great because unlike theater or film or television there's no set and there's no costume and there's really no props. So everything uh, is your imagination, which I don't know about other actors, but for me, that's the reason I'm, I do this career because I love to imagine, I love to play imaginary games and be in imaginary situations and have you know, these imaginary characters and, and build this world. So we had free reign to, to, to do that, which was just, so great yeah that would have been so much fun i can only imagine <laughs> yeah it's like you know cops and robbers in the playground you're <laughs> around like, shooting people and you know then then they're like well just don't walk there because there's a wall you're yeah like, okay then here's a bunch of dots <laughs> then we're just going to paint these dots on your face and put this camera on your yeah, face you and lights dots on your face <laughs> it's great it's really great Okay, okay, right. Um, there's another question from Tyreek Roberts, and he asked, what was the funniest thing that happened while you were voice acting or, you know, motion capping or whatever? Uh, <laughs> it was so many funny things that happened. Um, and some, a couple of things I can't talk about yet because they haven't announced those things uh, in the game. But uh, I think uh, somebody posted, there's a thing about Jacob and the Little Dipper. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that's come out now. And so when we motion captured that, um, I, w- I must have been in a playful mood and I dared 
Paul Amos to say, instead of come back, you filthy dipper, I dared him to say, come back, you chicken dipper. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't think he would actually do it. (laughs) And he did. Um, So that was quite fun. And then he, uh, then we went for the take the next time round and he did it by mistake and said that again. (laughs) So yeah, that that was Uh, so yeah, I wonder because they did it for Rogue, didn't they, James? They actually animated bloopers. Did they do that? I exactly. saw. I feel. I felt like I saw Luma post bloopers of Rogue, so it actually had from stories like that, I guess, and they just animated it and left it in. That is so oh, that, cool. That would be really funny. Loads of fun stuff happened. I uh, some cool stuff with Abilene as well, and yeah, it was really, really great, great things. I mean, there's got no, to be ways. There had to be ways to keep yourselves entertained, I guess, because I can only imagine you must have had like full, like long, long as days, and you're just in this like blank space, and you're, you know, it would have been exhausting, and you're just like, let's yeah, just mess around. The, the padded cell, because there's no windows down there, and so you're just there's lots of there's, I think there's a, 180 cameras or something like that, 360 degrees around. Oh, so. It was quite interesting for me because I had to keep asking the um, um, sound and camera guys because obviously we're all hooked up with these um, microphones and cameras on our face and stuff like that. Anytime you need to go to the toilet, you have to like unhook it all because otherwise, like the whole world's gonna see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if maybe if they just uh, don't unpack the microphone and you've got the whole. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not glamorous. You're gonna call in sick the next day because you can't face everybody. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you get over all of that stuff pretty quick as an actor. But, yeah. Um, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, that was. That was quite funny. Okay. Um, Tyler, do you have any questions, or shall I continue? Yeah, keep what? going. Keep going. I'll just. I'll just right, butt okay. in and ask my own questions as right, we go through. Okay, sure, Sorry, right, man. Um... <laughs> Okay, so we've got a question uh, from Medina Gaming. Um, this is probably completely unrelated, but I had to ask it because I'm curious as well. So, like, in the past Assassin's Creed games, we've had this big, huge, like, plot device, which has been, like, you know, like, Adam and Eve, like, from the first Civilization, all that stuff. And he's oh, yeah. wondering if Evie and Eve are related in any way or whether it's just a coincidence. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know that if they are, so I don't know. Mm. That probably means there's nothing in the game necessarily relating mm. to it, like because I, I like that idea though. Yeah. To start that. Idea. I like that idea too. It, I mean, come on, Ubisoft. Yeah. Come on. It could be know, the um, modern day though, James, as well. Hopefully. Could be, but yeah, who know? Who knows what? I do like her name though, Evie. It's a good name. Yeah, I. Stemming I from I Evelyn. This is good. This is. Because I'm sitting there, as soon as we all heard it, I guess, because this whole, there's, I'm not sure if you know this, but for years, I think since Brotherhood, so since 2010, there's b- yeah, been this Eve name brought up, just Eve, constantly about the a, oh, blood, wow. a bloodline of Eve, and in Unity, in the DLC, all of a sudden a character mentions, give this to the Lady Eve as an artifact, and we're all sitting there like, um, <clears throat> what the fuck's going on? Uh, what the, What? And so I guess now seeing Evie, we're like, oh, wow, maybe there's... Wow. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I am the bloodline. No, I don't know. That would be cool, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would. I don't know, it it would, it it would, it I don't know the answer to that. Happiness, if that was a thing, but who knows? 
we'll, we'll yeah. have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. Question though, very good question. Um, let's see. Oh, this this is a good one from Oliver. Oh god, what's that? How do you pronounce that? Pit Piercy? Pit probably? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he asked, um, if you if you could have an AC game in any time period, what would it be? Do you know what? My, Victorian London is Victorian period is my favourite. So I mean, I'm I am doing what I love, but I suppose um, if I had to choose another one, um, I maybe like the Tudors, like medieval. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's one that I've always brought up. Yeah, I, I, I always times, like right? I always wanted a game in England, so I guess you know Victorian London is is good. I'm, yeah, I, I'm. I was I'm happy, really about happy that. with that. Like for me, it's all the familiarity of all the, you know, I get to climb Big Ben and yeah, that's something I'm definitely excited about. And yeah, the changing of the guard and all mm. that fun stuff. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, Victorian London is my favourite period. I'm glad that I'm part of this game. Mm. Yeah, and as well, I mean, there's so many, his- with Assassin's Creed, so many historical figures that you get to, I guess, as the characters pretend to meet. W- mm. Was that interesting for you, if you, especially since, you, like you said, you're a huge fan of that time period? Was it interesting for you to have yes. to play against characters that are real, historic- real historical figures? Yeah, it was great. And they brought in some fantastic actors over from England as well as uh, Canada uh, to play with. So, um, yeah, we get to meet. Charles Dickens, Charles Darwin, Alexander Graham Bell, all these amazing people. Frederick Abilene, who was head of the police force. Yeah, it's it's so that just adds to adds to everything. And the the people that are playing these roles are are wonderful. I mean, I'm excited because I'm a person that I mean I love history, and it's something I've always loved about the games. And I last year got a chance. I went to Italy after years and years of wanting to go because of oh, Assassin's yeah. Creed and that's something that was so amazing and such an amazing experience and now I'm like over the years I'm accumulating I've gone like oh god they're putting out a game every year I've got all this long list now of places of I've places got to go, to go. <laughs> and I had to go through um and stop over in London but I was disappointed I didn't actually get to go over I mean um, both of you have been obviously you're from the the UK but that's yeah. something I mean for me I have no connection to, but I'd love to actually get a chance again. That's another thing that's now on the list of to-do places, I guess. Oh, you must. You must. It's one of the most romantic and beautiful cities in the world. I, I Oh, really we can go it. together, it's... Tyler. Yeah, we you can go on a, you can on go a over date. Valentine's yeah? two together. Oh, it'd be fantastic. That'd, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a cute date idea, James. <laughs> <laughs> you can take, like, little snaps. And I was thinking on the... Uh, the London Eye lights up pink for a Valentine, so you could do that. Oh my god! Podcast from the top of it together. And El oh, wow. and Elva, your your girlfriend James will just um, stand next to us awkwardly as the third wheel. <laughs> she could take the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! Uh, I can imagine that conversation, how that would go down. Hey, um, Elva, do you want to go to London for Valentine's Day so you can take pictures of me and Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that won't last much longer if that's the case. If that's what you do. <laughs> oh, questions. There's a lot of these are asking like as if you're kind of like a dev, so they're kind of asking you like things about how the game works, and it's like I can't really ask <laughs> like those things. Yeah, like, you, you know, to the lovely Jeff Skulski or uh, Mac. Yeah. 
I've got a question that that I've seen. I I don't know if I've seen it properly here, but I guess um, I'm wondering how much of Syndicate have you played? Have you got a chance to actually sit down and play the whole game or parts of the game? I've yeah, I've played through it. Um, I've not played the whole thing through, but I mean, I've done the whole script, which was like a thousand pages. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> oh, video game scripts. So I, can imagine I, I have that played is. actually through it, but not um, on the video game. Okay. Are you happy with how how the, the, the I guess not quite the final result because the game really looks, it, but how everything's turning out? Yeah, I don't. I think. Um, you know, every time I see more and more stuff, I'm, like, blown away because it just... I couldn't even be... Well, the first audition for this to where it is now, I couldn't even begin to imagine the scope of it and how incredible it is. And just every day, they surprise me with things. I'm like, wow, oh, my God, okay, we're doing that. Wow, okay. And it's just just really exciting. And I'm, I'm learning as well, even now, more about the, more about the game. And obviously, because Jacob and Evie have different missions... Uh, some of the stuff I didn't get to see Paul do, so I'm getting to see some of the characters that he worked with that I didn't work with, and vice versa. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Would you consider either, I guess, now that you've d- done a, your first video game, especially something so huge like Assassin's Creed and as a lead role, yeah. is that something you'd look at doing again, uh, with, either with Ubisoft yeah. or just with in general? Yeah, certainly, and I have uh, been requested some auditions already, so... Um, yeah, I don't think this is. I don't think I'll be putting motion capture to bed, and I would love to take the motion capture skills that I've learned into film. I'm very excited about doing that, and uh, been looking a lot at Andy Serkis's work, and, and mm, I would yeah. like to pioneer as a female uh, in the movie industry to use motion capture. Yeah, Andy Serkis is a great idol for that. I mean, he's unbelievable. Like, there's no one better yeah. with motion capture. I. Uh, was oh man i've lost i've lost my thought i'm sorry could keep going oh, no. james yeah okay okay um i was gonna ask um like assuming you like obviously know what's where he's going like how the story's going is one problem that a lot of people had with unity was the you played through this entire game and like you get right to the end and it kind of it's essentially the ending makes you feel like wow everything i kind of did throughout this game was pointless i was wondering if you you like could say if the ending or how syndicate ends up like character wise is rewarding for the player like when you get to the end do you think that was that was good that was worth playing like it's satisfactory oh certainly yeah certainly there is a, a resolution which is good okay so when you were talking about bringing you know motion capture into movies but i guess speaking of still assassin's creed have you mm. been approached or maybe even talked with Ubisoft about, since they're about to film or are filming now, the Assassin's Creed movie? I would love to be involved in that. I haven't. And to be honest, the demands of the game have kind of taken me so... I, I've been so busy and I'm actually going to film a movie in New York this week. So I'm, you know, at the moment I'm like so booked up, but I would love to be involved in that. I think we need to get the fans on that. Because I think it would it would be a great thing to have somebody that's in the video game to be in the film. Yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. For the fans, I think I think that would just add a a nice element. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. I was I was gonna say something and I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was it was something. Um, oh, I know. I, I remember. Um, 
do you think we're ever going to see Evie again, or do you think mm. this, is, this is this is it? Like, do, <laughs> That's do you think the question. she'll come back? Is that the question? Does Evie die? No, no, no. Just, just because, because Ubisoft like recently they like to just make a character and then they just never talk about it again as if they never existed. Uh, do yeah. you think they'll visit Evie and Jacob again, or do you think this is a one-off thing? Yeah, I would, I would love to see that happen. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can put that thought out there. Um, I don't know if that if that's happening. Obviously, we have DLCs and things coming out, so mm-hmm. we're involved in those. But um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully she will be mentioned, and uh, I think it will be depending on how well they respond. Like the fans, if they love Evie and want to see her again, then I think Ubisoft are always open to what the fans want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I guess a reason James, I know James, I'm glad you asked that, James, yeah. because. Yeah. It's something I've been so worried about and so many people in the community have because I guess over the years when you play a game, especially like Assassin's Creed, it's a it's a huge mm. experience to play those games. There's so much yeah. that goes into those games. And when you have characters, some people love them, some people hate them, I'm in depending on their opinions on the past games, but when you play that and then a year later Assassin's Creed's putting out the next Assassin's Creed, but the, your character you've just invested your time in do you, you feel like it's more worth it when you know oh next year's i'm going to see this character again what's going to happen to them because you spend yeah, so much time no, with I them that's it's really clever you know and brilliant that you bring that up because i i fully agree and i you know a lot of people said oh you know will you, will you be doing the next one i said well it doesn't really normally work like that um you know, they bring a new assassin each time and that's that's the format of it. But, you know, there's always, this is, you know, like you say, the first female for a next-gen console. So who knows? They might they might use that idea and bring her back. And I would love to be part of it if they do do that. Yeah, see, see, we, we've talked about it before. Like, we had, um, like, Altair in the first one. Then they did three Ezio games, which was amazing because everyone loved him. And the first, like, four, you could say five games all interjoined in like the story and the characters like yeah. they were all together in the same story and something they haven't done since Ezio is have a game with the same character for multiple games and it's something that me and Tyler just some, something that we want to have again and I know a lot of people do as well so you know it it well be keep good it out there I know Ubisoft look at all the social media and everything so if they love Evie or and they play a syn- syndicate and want to spend more time with her then uh I think just voice that as a community, and uh, I'm sure they I'm sure they will respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I know I will. I'm so excited, <laughs> and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying working with the fans and and meeting everybody, and uh, it's uh, it's such a great process. It would be a shame not to do more things in the future. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. What you got the next fan question, James? Just kind of sifting through them, they look—they're all kind oh. of really the same. I've—I've I've got a good one that I've been looking okay. at, which is some of the—it's from Oilazoid, which is pretty much: uh, Do you voice other characters in the game? I mean, for example, it could be like: Did you do like extras work where you're just random doing voices <laughs> of random civilians or people in the modern day, or were you just Evie? I, I tell you, yeah, I um. The one little tiny moment that I haven't told anybody that I did a tiny bit of motion capture for another character, but I, they generally they wouldn't let me do it, um, even though I was, I was excited. Sometimes I did like 
<laughs> one of the time though I couldn't stop laughing so they put me out. <laughs> there's a there's a scene with a seance, uh, which is really good and I had to be one of the members that were watching that. And uh, the guy that plays the kind of psychic, I just he's just so funny that I was like, I can't, I can't even do this. And we just, we'd do take after take, and all of us just burst out laughing. So uh, I. <laughs> oh well. But there's a there's a scene I think where Evie uh, is on the train and there's some stowaways, and I am the little child stowaway as well as Evie. <laughs> <laughs> you yourself talking okay. to yourself. I think they use my like whimper. <laughs> okay. The kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm playing. How can I play this? But it doesn't matter what size you are because they just make the the body smaller. Okay. Yeah. Someone. Someone asked. Um. This. This comes. Oh god. I always pick the ones with the weird names. It's like <laughs> a hyphen, then a V, then wall. Double O Seven S T. Right. And he asked. Um, what's your favourite scene or line in the Assassin's Creed Syndicate? Hmm, if there's any that aren't, you know, that you can, that's that you can talk. That's a good one. Uh, favourite line. Oh, my favourite line. I don't, there was a, two alternative lines for for a scene that I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know which one they've used. And one of those was my favourite, but I, I can't say because that gives away too much. Oh. Um... My favourite lines I can't talk about yet because it gives <laughs> too much story away. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I quite just like shouting Jacob a lot <laughs> in, in many in many different tones of voice. The, the, the angry, the angry, mature, more mature sister just yelling at the yeah, the, the idiot there's brother. Like a thousand thousand ways to say Jacob. I should do a. YouTube video. <laughs> Just montage like, it. Like um, um, Connor constantly shouting Charles Lee in Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> yeah. You could, be like I'd that. be interested to have anybody that can count how many times I say Jacob. Because oh. I, I think it'll be over <laughs> over a thousand. Probably. It's good you put that out there because I guarantee someone will do this for you. 100%. Great. Good. And if they want to send me a Rolex watch as well. <laughs> <laughs> and flowers and chocolates and just yeah. everything. Yeah. I love red roses and uh, <laughs> lilies. They're great. <laughs> Amazon gift card vouchers are definitely a book. <laughs> so, have you heard? Hey, James, I was wondering. This is a question about Syndicate for you. But has there has the name and title come out for the Syndicate book yet? Um. Yeah. It, it's yeah, I think it just came out. Is it Assassin's Creed Underworld? I think it's about Henry Green. Yes, that's it. It's yeah. called Underworld, and it is about Henry. It's Henry's story. That came out ages ago. That was like May this really? year, I think. Where? Yeah, it's been out for ages. I should have read that. By I now. did a video on it. God, guys. I feel. Oh. I feel horrible. I feel like not a fan. Yeah, you should. <laughs> terrible. You should have fake terrible. fan Tyler. Well, even on this podcast, I'll get Joe back. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Don't do this. Yeah, no, I need to read that because I have a, I have a book out as well. So I said to them, like, we can, I'll read your book, you read mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you'd have to read Henry Green since Evie's yeah, love interest confirmed with Henry Green, as you said earlier. <laughs> that was not confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, but okay, well, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's nothing confirmed there. She just you guys keep saying that. She's busy, I told you she's busy, she doesn't have time for men. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> when, oh, here's a good one. Um, Professor Burrito HD asked, <laughs> um, <laughs> when you were handed the script, uh, what was your first thoughts about Evie's character? Oh, was my, first, my first thoughts were, let's go, let's get started. <laughs> pumped she's just awesome and let's let's do this and let's see how she walks let's see how she talks let's see how she interacts with everybody and let's play that was my first thoughts yeah i mean after such a long process i can only imagine how excited you are to just play from start to finish the full game yeah that's going to be fun to see it all come together i mean we did i uh, say so we shot most i mean like a movie and tv never shoot anything in order but we did I suppose we did kind of do the sequences in order when we shot it, so that was nice. I guess it would be easier to do it that way with a video game, because you don't have to have this convenient sets built at a certain time, so you should film this now and this part later and everything. Yeah, you don't have to worry about night and day shoots or locations, so um, yeah. Because you can just imagine everything. Could you, yeah, could you imagine we had to actually shoot it in London? That would be the next thing in like 10 years' time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> they just build everything. Or they could probably just compute it in, hopefully, holograms. They'll just hologram everything around you. Yeah. I didn't actually... I suppose they kind of do, but... yeah. Oh, actually, no. They did have this really cool thing. The guys there are, like, inventors as well. So they were inventing all this, like, <laughs> technology. And they showed us the layout of the thing on the TV screen by just using this little camera. It was amazing. I can't even describe it. I don't even think it has a name yet. It was just, it was a great, great gadget that they built. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. a, that'd be some cool stuff to see, to be like, oh, no one knows, no one's ever used this before, no one's ever seen this, but I'm going to be the person they're filming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope they get to show you guys some of the, you know, uh, more of the motion capture set and what we did to to build it because it's 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 really interesting to watch what we did. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. There's right. a lot of well, exciting stuff to see. Yeah. Um. I don't think we actually have any more community questions left. I think we've essentially gone through well, that's everything. Good. That's good. I'm hopefully that that was uh, beneficial and we answered everybody's questions. I think we probably did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we I went think, through a lot. I think. Yeah. I think. I think. I think that was great. Thank you so much for your time. It's I know you're really busy, so I, we really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you for having me on, and I hope that everybody enjoys playing Assassin's Creed and tweet me and go on my Facebook page and enjoy uh, enjoy my excitement up to the lead up to the launch of the game and also all the way to Christmas with the DLC and all these other things that are coming out. But I I thank everybody for their support and I. I'm excited that you're excited about EV. That makes me very happy. Oh yeah, one hundred. Well, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think. I think everyone's gonna. I think everyone's gonna really enjoy this. That everyone's saying they're hyped. Like you know, EV. They're super hyped for that. And obviously, we're gonna leave all of um, any any links for Victoria will be in the description. So if you want to go check out, you know, like she said, her Facebook and so on, then you can obviously go ahead and do that as well as me and Tyler description. Yeah, cool. And also go buy my book if you wanna. If you want to read some more stuff, it's called London Love, and it's on Amazon. Yeah, everyone go do that. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I, what, what's, the, what's the book about? The book is a romance thriller set in uh, London, um, based on Shaftesbury Avenue, and it's about two actors that fall in love behind the stage door of uh, 
the Gilgood Theatre and they go on this crazy journey and there's lots of adventure and uh, excitement as well as highs and lows. It's fun. It's a fun book to read. Yeah, it and it's not really, that long. Really it's interesting. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to so check that idea. out. Yeah, yeah I, th- the, I think I've we should do I've just recorded the audio book as well so if people aren't tired of hearing my voice they'll be able to listen to that <laughs> book as well. Okay, well we'll, well, we'll definitely leave that in the description as well so people can go and check that out. Thanks. Um, but, yeah, I think I think, I think think we should go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, Tyler, yeah. do, you have, do you have anything else to say? I think we did talk about this. We wanted to do this with guests, but, I mean, you haven't played Assassin's Creed 3, so I don't know if it would work. But since oh, it is yeah. called the Kill Connor Club, we do feel obliged <laughs> to get your opinions, if you have any, if you've seen anything about... Um, the man who apparently we want to kill. <laughs> I don't. I don't know him at all, so I can't help on that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But uh... I can't. I can't. <laughs> that's don't all right. Kill, don't don't kill him. Don't kill him. Oh, that's all right. No, no, no. no, no. It's, 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 we didn't name it. Oh, I will say this, but I I do love the name in the same sense. Yeah, I, it's all I, I it's all good fun. It's a cool fun. name. It's a cool. Uh, it's catchy. It is it's catchy, good. isn't it? It's a badass name. We're gonna it's get, the, we're gonna get him on one day. We'll 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 have him on. We'll if I meet him, with, him. Uh, with my Assassin's Creed stuff, I will tell him that you guys are really nice and don't want to kill him. Oh well, <laughs> yeah, we love we love Noah Watts. It's just the character he played. I'm not the biggest fan of. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even hate Connor necessarily. Like we said, it was a community thing. So yeah, it's all in good fun though. Yeah. And he, and I think I'm yeah. sure one day we'll get him on. I hope. <laughs> if, yeah. if he doesn't feel you like we're will, trapping him you will, I'm sure you will it'll be fun Yeah. well th- thanks so much again we really appreciate um, you coming on for this amount of time um, we, yeah we know you're really busy and everything and obviously every, I'm sure everyone that's watching a podcast like this is definitely going to be buying the game and I'm sure they'll all love yeah. Evie good well I hope they enjoy it and I hope they enjoy what we've made because uh, it was a lot of fun to make so Enjoy the journey and the adventure with Evie through Victorian London. And let me know how you're getting on with it. Tweet me. I always love to hear from all the fans. Yeah, 100%. Anything else, James? I think that's it. I think we can go and end this thing. So thanks for everyone for watching. Be sure to like the video, obviously, if you enjoyed, and subscribe to both me and Tyler. And check out all the links in the description for obviously me, Tyler, and Victoria. And we'll see you next time on the next episode of the Kill Connor Club. So see you next time. Bye. See you later. Woo.